This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sexy. Welcome back, you guys. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Lavender Hayes, Taylor Swift. <gasps> In a bed with a man. You know what I noticed about Taylor Swift? Her latest music. She says the S word a lot. In her in her latest music oh, really? since the pandemic. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Was that like the new thing she learned during the pandemic? So Could I must be. learn to crochet. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she uses it, like, in more than two or three songs. That's interesting. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, so the video is out. Very sexy. She's, it's kind of hard to look at her trying to be sexy, if I'm being honest. That's fair. You know, swearing is interesting. <laughs> Where are we going? If you were listening to a Taylor Swift song today... Even if there weren't any kids in the car, and then there was an S-bomb that popped up, you'd yeah. probably have a little, like, whoa. Yeah. If you're watching TBS, and let's say Conan would say it on his show, you probably wouldn't really bat an eye too right. much. Like, different places, there are sort of different expectations. Sort of peculiar. I don't have a form thought on this, as you can tell. But you know what I mean? There's just something. Yeah. No, it's just, there. it's kind of weird and sometimes unnecessary. Yeah. I mean, if you're going for a rhyme and nothing else works, maybe. You think Scorsese has anyone who pushes back and says, hey, Marty, read the script, really like it. Uh, one note, I did notice the repetitious use of the F word. 208 times sort of felt like right. a crutch <laughs> after about 10 or 11. Um, yeah, it's so true. Yeah. Anyway, uh, John Mayer is going to be coming, you guys. He's going on an acoustic uh, tour where he's just him and a guitar and probably a stool. He is coming April 1st, I think, to St. Paul. Yep. It's a Saturday night. Yes. Yes, sir. One of my... He's great on the acoustic guitar. He's really great. And he did this an oh, yeah, acoustic he's... tour a while ago. And there's a famous one on YouTube that floats around. Of He's at the Nokia Theater in uh, LA. LA. And it's just so good. Wow. If you like his stuff, this would be a fun laid back show where you would be allowed to sit. Sometimes yeah, this would be really, very intimate. Um, he's gonna, I think he's just doing 19 dates. 
Oh, so, we made it. That's re- yes. That's great. See, so is oh, at the God. Nokia Theater. Nokia that Theater. You're referring to yep. Free Fallen. This is a great cover that he did too. Here's a John Mayer deep cut. Kind of deep. Edge of Desire. Never made it to radio play or anything oh, like no, that. Oh, no, really? It's great. That's great. Slow Dancing in a Burning Room is great. I liked quite a few of his songs off of Sob Rock, which was his most recent album that came out about a year and a half ago. Last Train Home was great. Okay. Um, and there was a time Yeah, yeah that, that's a good song. I like that one. I was driving in Malibu when... While listening to John Mayer, as he talked about taking a drive in Malibu, it was oh, a very cute. meta moment. That happened to me when I was going to work in Athens, Georgia, and I was heading down the Atlanta Highway. Queen. Listening to the B-52 sing that very thing. <laughs> that Those moments are cool. Yeah, it was very cool. Anyway, he is, uh, tickets are going on sale to the public on February 3rd. Uh, pre-sale start on February 1st, and um, you could sign up for access to pre-sale now at johnmayer.com. And he's also going to be, he's going to be doing older songs, newer songs, and songs you that he's just going to be road testing, all on acoustic, electric, uh, and piano. Ooh. So that'll be really nice. Fun. I love it. That's great. Um, and also... I wanted to tell you that the Beach Boys are going to get a Grammy special. They're getting a tribute show. So there's a lineup of former Grammy winners and current nominees who are going to do their uh, perform their songs as a tribute concert put on by the Academy. That's happening on February 8th, also in L.A., Dolby Theater. And then it'll air as a TV special on CBS later on this year. And uh, it'll also be on Paramount Plus. They've got Beck, Brandy Carlisle, Fallout Boy, Hanson, Nora Jones, Lady A, John Legend, everybody. Uh, St. Vincent, Weezer, Pentatonics, Charlie Puth, Mumford and Sons. So that Ooh. sounds like it's going to be a really good show. Beach Boys Grammy tribute. That's fun. Thank Love the you. Beach Boys. They're so good. Summertime, Beach Boys come on in the playlist. Not much better, Donna. I agree. You're my baby buddy, boo. That's fun. Thank you. Britney Spears' follow-up from yesterday. We were talking about how on Tuesday night, police were called to her home. And this was after she had deleted her Instagram. And for whatever reason, this time of her deleting her Instagram made some of her fans get really worried. They start calling the Los Angeles Police Department. And then they have to do a welfare check. Sure. Britney did not uh, re-up her Instagram account. She tweeted this. I'll read it from her. She says, as everyone knows, the police were called to my home based on some prank phone calls. I love and adore my fans, but this time things went a little too far and my privacy was invaded. The police never entered my home, and when they came to my gate, they quickly realized there was no issue and left immediately. This felt like I was being gaslit and bullied once the incident made it to the news and being portrayed once again in a poor and unfair light by the media. During this time in my life, I truly hope the public and my fans, who I care so much about, can respect my privacy moving forward. All the love, B. Why doesn't she just stay off of social media? If she wants to be left alone, she has to stop putting out those strange Instagram posts. Like, just let it rest for a while. Yeah, you. I guess you don't watch one of the Instagram posts and think, all right, she's okay. Right. Yeah. You're the reason. 
people are concerned. Are you quoting Taylor Swift? I'm the problem. It's me. No. But about Britney? I don't know that song. No, Donna. Call yourself a Taylor Swift fan. <laughs> this is a very popular song right now. That some of the our uh, U.S. Haze? senators tried quoting cringe, and they did that. They did that. Well, I think if I could use the words of one Taylor Swift ticket master, you might say I'm the problem. It's me. <clears throat> you don't know this song? It's big, big on like uh, social media. Do you know the name of it? It's antihero. Oh, it's, it's all, the other one I yeah. hate that song. Oh. I do not like that song at all. When I see women tearing down other women, it hurts me. This this album of hers, it's there's nothing catchy on it. Whereas I dig the things I've heard from this I album. I know that's so strange. You like more folklore. And yes. I like the there's sort of an electronic vibe to what But it she's doesn't doing. go anywhere. Like the song doesn't it just kind of lingers in one place. I'm sorry. Don't apologize to me. You used to have Taylor Swift's number, and I doubt she's texting you back after this segment. <laughs> I almost feel like you have to hear it 50 times before. Oh, no, just once. I like it. Yeah, I like that. All right. I'm happy for you. Would you like the album? Uh, no, that's okay. Although I haven't put a CD in my CD player in a minute. Do you have a CD player in your vehicle? I do. You oh, want to get? Nice. Do you have the CD? Yes. Why do you bring me the CD? All right. I'll pop it in. I'll let you borrow it because maybe it'll grow on me. The grower. When we come back, and we will. The robot takeover oh, is upon no. us. No, I'm scared. It's real. It's happening. It's real. I will give you two pieces of evidence. Something that BuzzFeed is doing with the help of robots and something that Tokyo, never heard of it, is doing with robots. The end is near. Oh. That news next on my talk. You know, the insurance industry is full of one agent who represents one company. Does that sound familiar to you? Chances are your current agent has one company but just think of how limiting that really is you need more than one agent representing more than one company and that's why paul borker and jeff mcdonald created the canopy group the canopy group to the rescue this way you won't be at the mercy of that one agent and that one company and that one quote the canopy group gives you 40 specialists on your side and 16 separate insurance companies now some of the names you'll recognize like travelers progressive some of the big dogs but some you won't but here's what you get you get an agency that will shop for the best possible coverage from all of these different companies. It doesn't cost you anything, by the way. You reach out to them, and then they do all the work for you. As your needs change, the Canopy Group will continue to find the best coverage from a company that specializes in just what you need. So ask yourself, are you stuck with one company and one agent? Are you paying too much? You can start saving today when you go to thecanopygroup.com. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. What do you think of the name Kojak? Kojak? Yeah. It's fine, yeah. Okay. As a nickname, though, Mike, not what do you think of it? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, just making sure you're, you could be accidentally co signing. Hey, I don't get a say in it, so. I like that you keep saying that. I do that. like that. That's been really <laughs> nice. Kojak. It's kind of cool, right? No, I suggested we, we old yeller this thing. Shoot it dead behind the shed by 12 noon today. 
Donna, though, sees an opportunity to stretch it out for another, what, week? Maybe a month. <laughs> Just an occasional mention, throwing out ideas of Mike's Is nickname. that the bit that, let's say Mike lasts for, how long do most producers last on the show? Uh, Around was, a year, yeah, six a weeks? Year. <laughs> <laughs> if we get lucky. Is that the bit that we just never settle on a nickname for him? Just different every Maybe, day? yeah. The that nickname might be the bit. is that there is no nickname. I like that. That could be. There's a lot. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Don't worry. Thank you. Now, Steve, you say things. How about that? We just came back with Taylor Swift. That was kind of fun. It was a we were talking little, yeah, about it was her. Great. Robots will eventually kill us all. Do you believe that? One could believe. I believe that things could go sideways. I don't think that there's going to be a full-blown robot takeover. But when you look at deep fake technology, Mm -hmm. that's scary. Not too hard to ruin someone's career. Did you see Jimmy Kimmel's interview last night with Jimmy Kimmel? No. Jimmy Kimmel celebrated 20 years, and he did an interview side-by-side with Jimmy Kimmel. The technology, I don't know how they did it. It was awesome. It was so well done. I mean... Really? It was great. It was so great. It's on his Instagram. But there's some kind of tech that's making that work, right? Remember we talked about um, chat GPT? No. You remember this? Uh, This was a couple weeks ago. And chat GPT is this artificial intelligence service i suppose you could call it and what it does is you could essentially go to chat gpt you do have to like sign up and have an account but then you could say write an article in donna valentine's voice giving three reasons why you should buy real estate now and then it would find other things you've written online and then it would say like hey y'all I just had like a little burp sound that came into my throat. I was going to power right through it like Sarah did on The View after she ripped. But you shot me a look. So if anybody just heard. I wasn't sure if it was you or me. Oh, wait until later in the show. I tell I let you listen to the sound that our iced tea made at home. Oh. All sorts of fun sounds coming your way, but back to robots. So I could say, write an article in the voice of Donna Valentine. Top three reasons why you should buy real estate now. And it would find information about why you should buy real estate now. It would find your voice as you have written online on Twitter, Mm -hmm. on Instagram, on Facebook. And then it would put together something in your voice. Like, hey, y'all, it's your girl again. What a weekend. Any hoot. You know, like you talk. And it would put a full article together in your voice. Not... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Your audible voice, your written word voice. And then you've got deepfake that's out there, too. So that, that wow. technology, you will hear more of this, is chat GPT. They, they, they do AI, artificial intelligence-inspired content. That is Now, we hear this. BuzzFeed CEO Jonah Peretti told employees yesterday that BuzzFeed will work with OpenAI, which is ChatGPT's creator, to help pump out some of this AI-inspired content. Like, it's quizzes. It's patented, you know, BuzzFeed quizzes. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, they sent that memo. BuzzFeed's stock then goes up 120%. All right. Oh, my gosh. Um, Peretti, the guy behind BuzzFeed, he uh, and clearly the investors are all pumped about incorporating artificial intelligence into their content. But they're going to have to tread kind of carefully because there's another tech site, a tech site called CNET, the letter CNET. Yeah. They were recently forced to apologize after people pointed out that its AI written articles made factual errors and plagiarized humans work. Oh. So, but in theory here, you could use this technology. And if you think, well, I'm a writer, I'm a journalist, I'm a blogger, there's always time for the written word. Not necessarily. Now they're finding out that computers can do it and do it pretty darn well. well. I'm looking at an article in the New York Post from, oh gosh, when was this written? So in just actually two days ago. And it's talking about how AI is here. It's right at our door. The wolf is at the door. And it is replacing white-collar workers, mm. and nobody can stop it. From the financial sector to healthcare to publishing, there are a number of vulnerable industries. Wow, this is insane. This chat GPT technology also just took some exams, including four University of Minnesota Law School exams in constitutional law, employee benefits, taxation, and torts. What? And uh, passed pass them all. Didn't ace them all, but passed them all. Also, Tokyo deploys security robots in preparation for future labor shortages. Um, they have security robots that kind of look like Rosie from the Jetsons, mm-hmm. kind of that style. Yep. yep. Uh, more specific, more currently like Wally or Eva. Eva, that's what I'm thinking of Eva. from Wally. Um, and this is just this security robot that is rolling around some government facilities. In Tokyo, because they think that they're going to have a shortage of employees who want to work security there. And so it's just like roaming through the halls. My theory is that could get tricky if someone, oh, I don't know, hacked them. Right. And then could make them do bad things. Work with the bad guys. You think they'll ever weaponize these robots? That's that, that sounds crazy today. I mean, what if? But in twenty five years, hey, to avoid mass shootings, we now have robots that can detect who's shooting and then fire a very precise bullet at them. But how about bad people? Like, yeah, yes, and yes, they hack them. Right, right. Oh, the robots right. will team up with bad people. That's how this show ends. All right. If you want to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, call us now. Bye. Hey guys, welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. 
I want to know what the score is. Mike, do you have a score? It is nine to eight in favor of Steve. Boo. It's time to go to college. college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, Mighty Mike. I want to see how smart you are. Yes, we're going to find it out. Yesterday, it took some help from Justin to get Steve to that ninth win of the year, but he was able to get there. And uh, today, well, what have we been doing all week long? We've been giving away tickets to... The Wild. And this is the State of Hockey. Tomorrow is Hockey Day Minnesota. Yes, it is hockey pop culture. Okay, oh, yeah. don't pick me, whoever it is. Yes, go with me, please. <laughs> I've never seen a hockey movie ever. I don't think so. Oh, oh, just just one. Okay, just one. We talked about one two days ago about a series, but never mind. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I don't think I've seen that movie. Well, okay, gotcha. I see what you're saying. Okay, well, all right. Well, we, we have Carrie on the line. Oh, hey, Carrie. Bear. Play along. Hey, Carrie. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? My sister calls me Care Bear. I was a little taken. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. Care Bear is such a great one. Did you watch Care Bears growing up? I did. Yes, I did. Oh, that's awesome. Care Bear, it's uh, me, Stevie Boy. What's coming up next for you after you play this game with us today? I'm just taking a little break from work, so I'm going back to work. Just at home. I'm working from home. So. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah. All right. So, Carrie, who do you want to play with? Who do you want to team up with? Donna. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Carrie. Thank you. All right. All right I got to go. Bye, Steve. Carrie on hold. Maybe she's so confident in her own hockey that's knowledge that I'm she hoping. wants to give you the victory. I, I think, think that's what she's going with. I'm hoping. Okay. Yes. Here we go. I'm so excited. All right. Carrie's on hold. Steve has left the building, so we will get this going. Again, this is hockey and pop culture to celebrate all the wonderful hockey going on around uh, the area. Here we've got uh, in Disney's Miracle... He played legendary head coach Herb Brooks. Oh my God. What is his name? Kurt Russell. <laughs> What's the name of Emilio Estevez's coach character in the Mighty Duck series? Damn it. Um, Damn it. Coach. In the 1977 <laughs> film, in this 1977 film, Paul Newman is a player coach of a minor league hockey team that resorts using violence to draw a crowd in a declining factory town. Oh God. 1977, Paul Newman. Hockey. <laughs> uh, any uh, other guess for Coach uh, nope. Emilio Estevez? Okay. Nope. Like you said, I, I believe Carrie heard what you said, and then she still picked you. I think she did it because she's going to... She's going to help me. She's going to help you out. So <laughs> we'll see if she can. Carrie, we're going to bring you in here. Took a second, but on the first one, she went with Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. Feels confident with that, That's I believe. right. I think Kurt Russell's right. All right. How about Emilio Estevez, the coach of Mighty Ducks? What is his name? Minnesota's own. I, I like can think of as Martin, but I think that's just his dad's name. Yep. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we need the name of, of his character. I can't. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. And then I the can't na- think of it. How about the Paul Newman movie? Nineteen seventy-seven Paul Newman movie. Uh, it's, it's not Slapshot, or I have no idea. I don't. It's, know. I think it's like Rough Something. Well, Slapshot's a better guess it. than nothing. So. <laughs> All right, we'll just go with Slapshot. <laughs> okay. All right, Steve's gonna win. Sorry, Carrie. Hold Sorry, on. Sorry, Donna. Carrie no, will. no, it's okay. We'll bring hey! we'll bring uh, Carrie back on hold and bring Steve back hey! in here. Hey, who ate all the gabagool? Oh, the a gabagool. Funny, funny <laughs> joke about Italian food, and I think uh, Italian culture in New York City. 
Thank you. You, queen, are our Paula Poundstone. <laughs> how'd it go? Uh, great. Mike, how did it go? Yeah, not great. All right. <laughs> we'll get things started here with Steve's uh, turnaround again. This is uh, hockey and pop culture. We'll start off with this one. In Disney's Miracle, he played legendary head coach Herb Brooks. Kurt Russell. What's the name of Emilio Estevez's coach character in the movie? Gordon Mon- Bombay. In the 1977 film... Slapshot. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> I thought Slapshot was a recent movie. Uh-uh. We'll go Slapshot's ahead. Slapshot's an old movie? I yield my time to Donna. Go ahead. You want a rebuttal? Is Slapshot an old movie? I think it came out in 77. Oh. And I believe it featured Paul Newman. Yes. <laughs> it did. Wow. I didn't... I thought it... it oh. Did you say Paul Newman in your hint? I did. Or actually, I think I might have just got through 1977. Well, no, I mean for Donna. Yes, um, I did. Okay, yes, so yeah, yes, that would have been there. A, we get there. Uh, a time frame clue for Paul, you, Donna. Paul Newman. Slapshot Moment. just feels so newer. So, okay. Newer. Anyway, okay. Uh, let's see who won. Yeah, we'll go through this here. Um, the first one, Disney Miracle. It took a second, but Donna also said Kurt Russell. Well done. I yeah, love that great. movie. Good that movie. One. It good is. Movie. I would argue the greatest sports movie ever created. I would but, say so. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, 1977 film. Now, Donna did not know it was Slapshot, but Carrie did. Carrie nailed Slapshot. So nice. it's two to two right now. All right. Good job, Carrie. Nice job, Carrie. And finally, what's the name of Emilio Estevez's coach character in the Mighty Ducks series? Gordon Bombay was answered immediately. He is the Minnesota Miracle Man. It is Gordon Bombay. And as a result, Steve wins. Yes. Unfortunately, Carrie and Donna could not come up with that. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Hey, you got Slapshot. That's pretty good. Good job, Carrie. (laughs) Thanks. Oh, Thanks, man. Guys. Carrie, Bye, Carrie, Carrie uh, may I ask one closing question? Sure. What line of work are you in? Um, Health care. Right. <laughs> it's kind of a really um, specific position. Okay. All right. Thank All you right. for calling. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> caring. Bye, Carrie. Bye, Carrie. Oh, man. I man. Really, I really Let me say, saying. I... I think that was my best performance ever in the history of the College of Pop Culture. That could be true. And the questions were relatively short, so there was 23 seconds left when you had the answers all done. Wow. And I took a shot by jumping the gun, but once you you laughed and turned the music down, I figured, well, I think that's that's right. Um, I saw Slapshot. How about this? How meta is this? I saw Slapshot on a bus with a hockey team to go play a road Hockey game. It was like two and a half hours away. It was Central Catholic High School in Pittsburgh. My cousin Bill played hockey for them, and we like love. We loved following his hockey career, and so we were invited once to go up on the team bus. And then uh, the slap shot was on. It was like a you know kind of like a charter bus. Oh, okay. So that was my slap shot memory. Only time I've ever seen it. I believe the minor league hockey team was also based in Pennsylvania. I think from the movie. I believe it was. So? Hanson Brothers, yeah. Hmm. Maybe I'll see it someday. It's a good one. Uh, nah. What? You don't have to. All right, thanks. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. It's nine to seven, Stevie boy. I'm never looking back. Ten to eight, actually. Just to clear that up. That is worth clearing up. Ten to eight. 
I have some common money-saving tips that really aren't worth it. Okay. Okay. This will be a fun list. Yeah, what do we have? Making your own laundry detergent. Oh, yeah. I feel like skipping that one. I don't Um, even know what the savings would be. I don't either. But it's only worth it to make it in large quantities. Then you have to store, store it all somewhere. I don't know what just happened. I started to say all. Store it all <laughs> in your cupboard. Do you know what a druggist is? <laughs> How many of you know what cocaine is? Buying in bulk, especially if you don't have a, a big family, it's fine for shelf-stable or frozen items, but if you end up throwing any of it out, for it sure. isn't worth the savings. Oh, absolutely. That's what I do. Like, I'll buy my proteins at Costco. So you, when you say that, you mean like chicken and and I'll stuff buy like a big that. thing fish. of chicken, fish, freeze it. Yep, yep, things like that. I get my protein powder at Costco. Oh, really? Huh. What kind do you use? Oh, I forget the name of it. Okay, um, <laughs> couponing. It takes a lot of time. Most stores already advertise deals or loyalty promotions without a coupon requirement. Um. Mm. Yeah, that's just not worth it. Lowering the thermostat. Now, how about this? Is this saving money? Well, keep it as low as you can, but you don't want to freeze all winter. It it can impact your mood and motivation and productivity. I keep mine at like 63, 64. Yeah, that is, is that- four degrees lower than we keep ours. Really? And if you ask most people who are in my house or come to my house, they would say that it's low. You keep yours, I bet you keep yours lower than genuinely probably 90% of people. Really? Absolutely. Mike? That's my guess. 63 or 64? Yeah. That's almost like what people said it when they go away on vacation. 66. Okay. All right, yeah. Definitely lower is better. Mm -hmm. I run hot. Like right now it's cold in here, but I love it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, if you run hot, that's good. And then if you dress... My mom used to say, don't complain about the house being cold if you're walking around in shorts and a tank top and no socks. Your mom is a smart woman. Uh, Holding on to unnecessary stuff to potentially use later. Don't be a hoarder. There you go. Sell it, donate it, or trash it. Yeah. Capturing water from the shower and sink to use for other things. Are people doing this? Okay. If you're in a drought, okay. But just to save on your water bill? No. Cheap toilet paper and paper towels. Mm. I'm starting to realize that the toilet paper that I bought from Costco is does not seem like it's double. Oh, you don't have two-ply? It doesn't seem like it is. Like, I don't know if they changed it or what. But... My parents have a septic system, so they have to have a very particular sort of toilet paper. Mm. It may as well be translucent. You got to really bunch it up. That's a bunching situation. And I don't, um, I don't use special toilet paper. I don't know. What do you want? What are you saying? I'm lying. What am I funny to you? I make you laugh. Am I supposed to be using special toilet paper? Maybe. I assume it's all septic safe. I didn't know you're not supposed to throw Kleenex in the toilet. I think you're okay doing that. Although we've all followed that (laughs) rule. You got a septic system in your current home? No. Oh, up north at her other property, everyone. 
You lost touch with the people a long time I, ago. A long time yeah, ago. Lots of people have cabins. Oh, it's a tiny little place. This is when the the one percent say to everybody else, like everybody's filet mignon on Thursday nights. That's what the people who are eating filet mignon at the same restaurant say to each other. You and your other cabin people say this to yourselves. DIY projects, the ones you need um, to be a licensed professional to do for someone else, like haircuts and plumbing and tree removal. I need someone to come and hang something up on the outside of my house. So if anyone is a contractor, email me. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Reusing Ziploc bags and uh, flying Spirit Airlines. Whoa. I know, right? They put that at the end of that list, really? I think this was a Reddit thing. Who put this list together? Southwest? Reddit. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. All right. Yeah, Spirit, you're like, honey, what a deal. The tickets are only $49. And then everything else you get charged for. If you open your air thing above you, that's $5 charge. Right. Your bags, your drinks. I know. Your purse. It's so misleading. Anyway, I have frozen shoulder. Goodbye. (laughs) I knew it would come out at some point. <sighs> I, you know, we have some TJ Holmes and Amy Robach news, but Donna didn't heed the advice of a listener. I did, but I couldn't get an appointment until yesterday. We will talk briefly about Donna's body when we return. What a <laughs> tease. Donna and Steve on my talk. All right. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We got some breaking news. Would you like to share it, Steve? Oh, sure, Donna. According to TMZ, TJ Holmes and Amy Robach out at ABC. Mm. With one source calling the ouster a witch hunt. Why don't I read from TMZ? Okay. The details. Uh, TJ Holmes and Amy Robach both out at ABC, TMZ has learned. Sources connected to the network tell TMZ that after a marathon mediation session Thursday, ABC and the two GMA3 anchors have severed ties and both will receive payouts per their contracts. TMZ is told that the mediation was, quote, extremely contentious, Mm. with ABC reps accusing both uh, Amy and TJ of various forms of misconduct, with one source characterizing this as a witch hunt. Some of the accusations TMZ was told, uh, like Amy had liquor in her dressing room, which the ABC folks said is a violation of policy. However, one source called the accusation, quote, ridiculous, noting some of the bottles were sent from top ABC news executives. The source said those executives sent other on-air talent liquor as well, so this just looked like a way to justify getting rid of her. We're told another accusation was that Amy went to the college football national championship game a year ago. And came to work the next day drunk. One source called that insane, adding she was simply tired. As for Amy and TJ together, we are uh, told, we being TMZ, that it became clear in mediation they did not handle their romance appropriately, waiting too long to disclose it to ABC executives. ABC also made it clear that their behavior on set was, quote, uncomfortable. For some ABC staff, hmm. this what TMZ says is a stunning change from what the network had initially said when the relationship was made public, stating the two had not broken any rules as they were essentially considered equals at the show in position. Uh, December 2nd is the last day that TJ and Amy were on GMA3 together. 
then they pulled them. They investigated whether their relationship had violated company rules or if company resources had been used in keeping it a secret. No word yet on what the two together will do or separately, career-wise, moving forward. Um, but they have not slowed anything down at least visibly to the public in pictures that have been snapped during all of it. I think they're on vacation together right now. Smooching and all that. So I hope it's worth it. You know, like, I mean, if the ultimate, if your ultimate goal is to be in love and live happily ever after, then maybe it's worth it. It, you know? Yeah. I don't like, it feels yucky to viewers, which is why I think the network made this decision because the they were they both split up from their significant others, their spouses. Mm. They both left their spouses for each other. Yeah. Um. And so, and I know there are some timeline questions about. I think like if TJ was already separated or what the case might be. Sure. Um, But I think that ABC was like, this feels yucky to our viewers because you sat there and sort of held a secret from them. And like I said, we've said this before, GMA3 is a host chat kind of a show. Yes, it's not like just reading the news. Or acting in a show together. It's it's supposed to be you sharing your lives. And so, um, yeah, that probably feels, yeah, yeah, not great. So I'm reading an article that had said that if they were terminated, they're ready to sue ABC News Um, or if they're kept off the air. Um, Wow. What source is this? But they 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 are both going to receive payouts per their contract. But so they they're going to get. They're going to get. Yeah, their their contract will give them some sort of payout. But maybe, but maybe that's their reputation, different. You know, one of the things that they're uh, they're saying in this article is that while they were in mediation with ABC, race became an issue of discussion. Um. Yeah. This will be interesting. Apparently, they've been at war. You use the word contentious. Hmm. Um. And that seems to be what a lot of other sources are saying. Wow. What do we think will happen to them? I I, I don't think they'd have a problem getting a job. I think they're going to find their way somewhere. You know how, remember when Chris Cuomo went away? <laughs> I love when you say that. So, all right, let me say like a New York or whatever. Hey, Nobody says when... Cuomo. <laughs> it's Cuomo. Chris Cuomo. Andrew Cuomo. What am I supposed to say, Cuomo? Yes. What, what's a U there for? Cuomo. It acts as a W. Well, that <laughs> is rude. <laughs> they, they, like the. Yeah. So you got a V in Bulgari prancing around like it's a U. All and right. now you got a U telling me I need to call it a W. All right, you were saying. Chris Cuomo. Chris Cuomo <laughs> landed on his feet. Remember, he was ousted at CNN um, after some controversy regarding how he handled or handled dealings with his brother, brother. Andrew mm-hmm. Cuomo, uh, former New York governor. Mm-hmm. And when there was the sexual misconduct stuff that came up against 
uh, Andrew, and then Chris had him on the show. Chris was helping him uh, or allegedly assisting him behind the scenes. Question: Bring yes, in a question yes. a bunch of journalistic things. Sure, all these things that would make you think, uh oh, not it's going to be tough to get a job again if you have breached trust journalistically. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, and I, it's, yes, that's however that all shakes out. I mean, but now he's got a job telling the news again. He's got his own show. Well, even Brian Williams bounced back. Uh, in this case, the cast and crew apparently are not on the side of Amy Robach and TJ Holmes. Um, they they don't they didn't want them to come back because of how they handled their romance before it went public. Some people on set are saying that they can't come back because it's not fair. Those who knew something was going on feel they were keeping a secret they shouldn't have been keeping. And Amy and TJ think their romance should not have anything to do with their jobs because they've done their jobs well for so many years. Mm. Oh, this is going to get ugly. So, anyway. Okay. I don't think they should work together. I think they should just go get a job, each of them. I think they're going to work together. I think there's someone out there who's going to say, oh, this would be a big get. Because for all the eyes that ABC thought it might lose if they continued, mm. there's somebody else. There's counter-programming, right? That says yeah. there are oh, people sure. out there that are cheering for them. Sure. And want their relationship to succeed. And we know we'll get a lot of eyeballs if now it's called Amy and TJ. I don't know that they'd be on the national level, though. Do I don't you? know that it would be that. No, I think this is more of a cable thing or even maybe more of like a streamer. Oh, sure. You know? Yeah. Okay. Where's Chris Cuomo now? Is that how you say it too, Mike? Chris Cuomo. I guess I've never said I don't think it's Cuomo. 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 Yeah. Cuomo. You got it? Cuomo. Cuomo. <laughs> Cuomo. Anyway, uh, uh, Chris that is Cuomo. Cuomo is on uh, News Nation. Okay. The nation of news, baby. News, baby. Uh, we have a suggestion from Susie to change Mike's nickname every day. <laughs> I feel funny. like we are, Susie. Yeah, we are. Mission accomplished. All but right. maybe that's it. Maybe All it's right. different every day. Kojak is going to have a dirt alert when we come right back. <laughs> yes. Got that? Don't forget, we still have wild tickets to give away. Don't call now, but we will be doing that, let's say, well, no, we'll do it in a little bit.